Irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to The Writer's Block with Jim Christina and Russ Avison right here on LA Talk Radio. Seven boats are circling above me. They're getting so upset. They're hungry for some fresh meat, but I ain't dead yet. Yes, I'm getting mighty, mighty weary. I'll get up and go done get. But I got lots of fight left. No, I ain't dead yet. He ain't dead yet, Russ. No. <laughs> I'm glad you waited. Got to get down off my horse. Okay, this is LA Talk Radio. It's another Thursday evening in beautiful downtown Sherman Oaks, California. This is the Writer's Block, and I'm your host, Jim Christina, in studio with my lovely, charming, and oh so dedicated, occasional co-host Russ Avison, who's here every fourth Thursday. Yes. Hi, Russ. And it's a good thing I can only count to four. So I, I know, huh? If you'd stretch it out, I was I know. In if trouble. you had to be fifth Thursday, you'd really be screwed. Yeah. My dog lost weight. Finally. Yeah, I know. My fat my fat golden retriever. God. So how much have you gotten off her now? I don't know. About maybe 10 pounds. Okay. So another 10? Another probably 20. Really? Yeah, yeah. She's pretty chunky. Yeah. But, uh, you know, with carrots and stuff, it's filling, but it, there's no calories. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Carrots. And you can also put... Uh, Canned green beans. Oh, well, we do that with yeah. our food. We do peas and carrots or or green beans. There you go. So yeah, so she's she's okay. She's gotten over the the rawhide now. I'll give you, I'll give you a quick plug for. There's a book out called The Amazing Treat Diet for Dogs, ah. written by Katie Newman, and uh, she specifically researched and wrote the book because she had a big lab that she went to the vet with, and the vet says, you know, your dog is like obese and you need to fix it, and it really disturbed her. And she says, gee, you know, I'm eating carrots and apples and said, why don't we have stuff for the dogs? And so she came up with this whole diet and I think she got like I'm remembering about 15 pounds off her dog in the first six weeks. So really, yeah, good book. Oh, the very amazing cool. treat dog or the amazing treat diet for dogs. Very cool. The uh, music that was on the opening was from the Hot Texas Swing Band. That's a song called "Ain't Dead Yet," and uh, they're going to be in Bobby Jean's uh, concert series tomorrow night in Newhall, and they're terrific. I've got the album in my car. In my yeah, my car. Oh my god, it's so much fun to listen to them. They're just so good. So that's I'm just saying. <laughs> Speaking of Bobby Jean, um, we miss you, Bobby Jean, and, and call in because we have we have your two favorites on the show tonight, and they're sitting in here <laughs> looking at me. One of them is drooling. <laughs> the older one. The older one. Okay. That just happens all day long. <laughs> <laughs> the writer's block is brought to you by uh, Black Dog Publishing, DBA. Um, Tuscany Bay Books, which is now we've merged and we're one company, Tuscany Bay Books, which is the logo that will be on all of the stuff coming out of Tuscany Bay. And um, it's uh, owned by myself and Richard Paulinelli, and um, we're looking for indie writers only. Um, So if you're an indie writer and you're on your first or second book and you're not quite sure what to do, give us a call, send us an email. You can reach us at info at blackdogpublishing.co. Or you can reach me, reach us on phone by calling 805-795-3165. 
And it's also brought to you by Out West, which is um, the your choice for online source for top brands that are a reflection of the equestrian lifestyle. Shop for unique and distinctive apparel, boots, hats, fashion accessories, home decor, books, music, and general merchandise. See, she wrote it all out for me, Eric, so I don't forget. I know, huh? National brands include Scully Leather Company, Rock Mount Ranch Wear, Dan Post Boots, and American West Handbags, just to name a whole bunch. (laughs) And they have books there, and they've got your book there. Yeah. Uh, both of them. And artwork. Is that from Al? And artwork from Al. They've got books from me. And they have nothing from Russ because he really has no talent. Other That's than training true. <laughs> but he's going he's gonna to write a but book. But at least I got the good looks. So. He is going to write a book. And since 2009, Target Freight has had a full truckload service, TFM Truckload. That's the best in the industry. Not only are they exceptionally good at what they do, but they strive to make your full truckload shipping experience unparalleled. Call TFM Truckload today at 844-653-7789. Ask for Mike Matruski. Tell him you heard it here in the writer's block, and TFM will have a little something extra for you. And if you are an LTL shipper getting your freight moved your way, the most expedient way possible is what you want. One-stop shop, no hassle. Call Target Freight Management today. Their customized traffic movement program is the finest in the industry. So call 1-888-653-1323 or go to www.targetfmi.com on the web for both truckload and LTO. Call them today. And if, by chance, per chance, per chance, uh, by chance, it doesn't matter, by chance, I'm not going to. You would want to call in and talk to these two yokels that are on the show tonight. The number here is 818 602 4929. Again, that is 818 602 4929. And without further ado, we have two gentlemen. This is their third appearance on the Writer's Block. Uh, One is a prolific writer, the other is a prolific artist. And they've teamed together and uh, written some books, and uh, one of them illustrated them all. Yeah. And uh, they're a great team together. The books are phenomenal. And I'd like to welcome to the writer's block right now, if I might, would be um, Mr. Al Bringus and Mr. Eric Heisner. Howdy, Russ. Howdy, Jim. Thanks for having us. Hey, love it having you here, guys. It's always always exceptionally fun when you guys are around. <laughs> Though, incidentally, I gave you the clap. In case you didn't notice. <laughs> Again. <laughs> Again. Gee, Jim, that doesn't get old. What happens when you run in the same circles? Well, I know, huh? Okay. Eric, you've got uh, a book of short stories coming coming out, or just came out, I guess. Yep. Uh, Friend of the Devil. Yeah. And one of them that you have made into a short film yeah. through um, Lean Dog Productions. That's right. Right, um, And um, I saw that uh, it was a real fun movie to watch, so... Um, that was um, actually it was, it was just called Friend of the Devil. Yep. That's yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And it, now you're going to have two two more episodes, I guess. Huh? Yeah. We, well, three? the goal of the the first episode was to to do a TV series. Uh huh. Then um, I've I've written the stories for the series, right. and I thought, well, you know, I might as well publish the the short stories. I'm starting to get into uh, independent publishing, and so I uh, I figured the short stories is a good way to kind of reach into that territory. Uh huh. Um, we've we've kind of tested the waters a little bit with some of Al's artwork. We've put together uh, children's coloring books for my first Western novel, because he did 25 illustrations for that one. And then uh, Wings of the Pirate, my adventure novel, he did, I guess it was 36 illustrations for that one. Yeah, that was a marathon. Yeah, he's got a lot of gray hair from that one. <laughs> well, so do I, because I've been waiting for a copy for... <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. It's, 
that's the thing that, uh, yeah, so there's, there's traditional publishing, there's independent, and there's hybrid. And uh, so far, the hybrid is losing in the race to... Uh, it's not working very well, huh? Yeah, it's, it's taken, you know, a traditional one takes, you know, a little over a year, but this one's, it's not over a year yet, but it's getting yeah. there. Well, you had to uh, pre-sell, what, 500 copies? Was it 500? Yeah, I had, to, I had to pre-sell a lot of copies. And so I got a lot of people that have faith in me and in in my writing, and uh-huh. they're, they're waiting for their copies, and it's... it's uh, it's a little bit stressful. No, yeah. For, for the layman over here, could you explain hybrid okay, so publishing? Okay, so uh, it's Inkshare is out of San Francisco, and they've they've had a lot of heat uh, I've um, in the industry as far as selling uh, the IP rights. Um, and so that's what interests me. I saw them in the Hollywood Reporter two years ago, and they, they were kind of on my radar. And then uh, uh, I submitted a book to them uh, last spring. And so over, I guess it was about five months, I pre-sold copies of the book. I had the book finished. The book is done. Al was working on the illustrations. And so I pre-sold copies um, to all my friends, family, everyone I could. And he had to hit a certain amount of books sold before they would, they, to raise interest, enough interest in the book for them to publish it. So I hit that goal. They, uh, I signed an agreement for them to publish it, and that was back in November. So since then, it's, you know, I touch base with them every you know, every three, four weeks, and they're like, okay, you're, you know, in the line with other quill, they call it a quill authors, and uh, you're in line here, we're, we're working on it, we're trying to get through, and I've joined forums, and kind of, it's like, well, what's going on around here, so I've been doing a little more sniffing, and they've just, they got so popular the first two years out of the gate, that they just got swamped, there's probably a dozen people over there, and they're just backlogged, they're just swamped, ah, okay. and so it's, it's disappointing a lot of people, and it's, it's, they just can't keep up with when they when they happens. finally are ready to to move forward. Um, what what distribution channels then does the book uh, okay, show up so, in? Okay, uh, so at the level I hit, um, I think if you hit, sold a thousand copies, you'll get you know bookstore shelves and all that. At the level I hit, they'll um, it'll be part of Ingram Books, which is the who distributes for the bookstores, mm-hmm. um, but they won't be pushing the shelves as much. But it will be. Um, you know, worldwide distribution, but they won't be doing the whole marketing package. At the thousand sales, I think they do a whole marketing package. So it's it's a click, you know, it's a little wider distribution than I could do myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, with the the main goal, since I'm a filmmaker, is that they have close connections. They're also represented by um, uh, what's the uh, so UTI, what is it? Yeah, <laughs> UTI. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. Right? <laughs> <laughs> UTA, United UTA. Talent Agency. Uh, so they're they're rep by them, and uh, so that's that's the goal. It was one of my most, I think, marketable books, and I thought, okay, this would be a good one to, you know, try to try this Inkshare thing out. And I still have faith it's going to happen, but it's you know it's. Uh, Trying your patience as well. Yeah, it's trying the patience. And it's trying the patience of my backers. I can't, you know, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't do this again. Yeah. Because, you know, some people have lost faith and, you know, hey, I I plunked down a, you know, chunk of money here and I've been waiting a year for my book. What's going on? Mm -hmm. So now if you go independent route, Mm -hmm. then are you responsible for all distribution, all marketing, everything yourself? Yes. Yeah. When you do independent, um, you know, you come on wonderful radio shows like this, and you get the word right. out. Yeah, and and you can you know, distribute on you know online. Or you know, we have a lot a lot of zeros on our listenership now. A right. lot of that zeros. Is good. Like is good. he's talking about the people. There are a yeah, lot of well, zeros there's listening. A lot of those too. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of those too. But, there, but you know, there's nothing the matter with shameless self promotion. Yeah, well, that's if you don't promote it, no one's going to. You read do it. that every year you at the Cowboy Festival. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, you know, and you'd go out and you, you know, give them to your aunt and say, "Hey, read it and pass it on to we your, don't dress your next turn." Cowboy clothes for nothing. Oh, it? I know. Huh? <laughs> 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 to promote. <laughs> but you do enough of that, and eventually, I would assume something catches and gets you popular, at least gets you some notice, and then the other yes. books start to yes. grow. right, yeah, right. It 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 yeah. takes uh, traditionally I think it takes two or three books to really start rolling and everybody yeah. knows your name now and they know that you know you're with Al and you guys do a t- tremendous job putting out a book so okay. I mean it's it's you know I applaud you Al you're a hell of an artist appreciate yeah. it James. you're I mean you, you do I mean you're primarily a line drawer is that what, I mean I've seen some of your other work but your your line drawings in like Eric's books are really good he's a the police detail, sketch artist really yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah he, you know can, can you tell me how his jowls were and you know. <laughs> Book of mug shots, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you know, you are. Uh, do you have a Facebook page? I, 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 I've got a personal Facebook page. I don't you should. One. Those those four sketches that you showed me, that's the progression of where you started and how you ended up, you should put that out there so people can see and, and kind of get an idea of the process. I, I found it fascinating. He's got hundreds of pictures now that he's, that's, that's pretty neat. He's got a. Big body of work. Yeah, but he's good. He is. That's the thing. Much yeah, he is. It, 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 Which pretty soon you won't want his stuff in your book because it'll <laughs> overshadow the writing. Yeah, or he's going to price me out. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to get hired by someone with money and steal away. Boy, you have to be wondering about that, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a good plan. <laughs> yeah. Well, I see you're wearing the bandana. Yeah, we've got. Uh, you know, we're, we're always representing. Uh, yeah, Eric's got on the Hondo. I got on right. uh, my searchers, and uh, uh, you know we keep them coming. Yeah. I think our, our, our newest one right now is the Lonesome Dove one. So if anybody wants, yeah, to I, Gus, think, I man, saw that with Gus. Yeah, yeah, yeah I saw that in your website this morning. I was going through your website. Yeah, that's a popular so, one. We yeah, saw a lot it of those is. in Texas. Yeah. Now that's actually where I saw the trailer for T. H. Oakman. Okay. That's right. I said, no, uh, uh, uh. That was when Shame I first, on came to, first came to California. I was, I was <laughs> fresh out of film school, and cut my teeth on westerns. <laughs> Hey, you were trying to get a mountain in any kind of tack you could, you know, yeah. period or not. Yeah. We were lucky to get horses on that one. Yeah, well, you, you did one without horses. We did. Our first film in film school. I know. All the rustlers. Yes. <laughs> I, can, I remember. Yeah. I, I actually watched that. What was it, like 37 minutes or something? No, no, it was, it was a short one. Well, I, whatever it was, I sat there and watched it, and I thought to myself, and then we interviewed you, and I thought to myself, well, there's no horses. And then you say, well, we couldn't afford them. Yeah, it's... it's Oh, I re- it's on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I remember yeah. what. Yeah, I yeah. did see it. It's yeah. a, uh, a version right off 16 millimeters, so you see all the grit and the fuzz and everything. It's actually yeah, kind it's of fun. a cool little movie, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah then Jimmy had, uh, uh, what was it, Friend of the Devil? Yep. And then uh, T.H. Uckman, the, the trailer for that. Yeah, and we did the Coyote Bill, which is still Coyote Bill. In uh, post-production limbo, the way things go with independent film. Yeah. Well, the same thing with independent writing. Yeah. Yeah, both are... Both are hanging out it's, there somewhere. It's the policy yeah. that makes a difference. Yeah. Well, we've got, I mean, you know, as long as we, you've mentioned independent, you've gone independent or thinking about independent publishing, we ought to talk about that a little bit because a lot of people don't know. And, and um, there's a whole lot of stuff that goes on with publishing a book. It's not just writing yeah. it and giving it to somebody to print. Yeah. Well, the thing with independent is uh, with traditional publishing, they're making you do all the marketing. Right. And you almost... And they're, you're getting 
8% royalties on it. With independent, you're getting a much higher royalty, and you're doing the same amount of work as exactly. for traditional. Exactly. So they do have a little bit far, you know, further reach in uh, distribution, but you're working just as hard, if not, you know. It's, exactly. You're doing the same work. And, you know, the deal is it, it's not going to happen. Even if you go to a big press, their editors are going to miss stuff. Yeah. You go open, gone with the wind, and look at how many errors there are in that, and they've never fixed them. Why? You know, they're in the fifteenth printing, and they don't <laughs> fix them. You know, it doesn't matter. It's part of it. Now. I know. It's, yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's all part of it. But we were talking earlier about ISBN numbers and, and copyrights, and ISBN is just n- nothing more than international stock uh, standard uh, book numbers, and that's the ten-digit number. And there. they just need that to sell it. Just, just need to sell it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm, I'm looking at this new book, Your Friend of the Devil, right. and it has the ISBN number on here. Correct. First of all, do you have to pay to get that number? No. No. Okay. Uh, so it's basically a, that number needs to be on there for any uh, real retailer to sell it. Right. Because it. it it's, so it's, it's really like it's the barcode on other products, but exactly. you have a unique one right. just for books. Exactly. Do they have a number like this that go on video also? Do you know? Or? I think so. I, th- I think there's something similar, but it's not exactly. Uh, it's not a book number. It's, it's a video number, so it may be ISVN. All right. So if a retailer is carrying this book, I mean, why that? This this is just the numbers that are given out, it's, it's just like, like a license plate. Yeah. okay, yeah, and and it also helps them stock because they can scan that number and sure. it puts it into their so system. it is the same as the barcode for other products. Yeah, you pretty just, much. It just does it. A lot of a lot of the numbers on there have prices on it too, and, and it's like a skew. Yeah, yeah, exactly. there but you for go. books. Yeah, okay, yeah, and uh, to, to get um, to get an ISBN number, it just takes you if you if you go to a self publisher or an independent publishing company, they will provide an ISBN number for you. Okay. Um, you get two of them. Okay, but talk what, what talk about the copyright. That was really interesting. Oh, what you we'll were talking there. before. We'll get oh, there okay. In a I'm sorry. And jumping the gun. Why, why you you need, are. Why would you need two? Well, they give you automatically give you two um, for each book. Um, yeah, for each book, you get two different numbers. You get one international, one domestic. Oh. And um, if you're crazy, if you don't put them both in there. Oh yeah, yeah. International is huge. International. Um, when your ISBN shows up here. See, you can see, oh, it's the same number here. But it'll show up, your domestic number will show up on your book, but on the inside, they can go and they can look and they can see your international number. Oh, okay. So okay. It's, they automatically, when you go to a, a independent publisher, um, that's what they do. They give you two. And they buy them all from the same place. Okay. Same place so you, you can e-book? go and buy an ISBN number. And I guess the ebook's all linked to the, right. that. Also. Right, right. Well, yeah. In order to do an ebook, it has to be it has to be published published as an ebook or uh-huh. published as a as a standalone um, book book and then tra- tra- made into an ebook. Yeah. Okay. So, so like, much I like just, you do. It's with interesting. The I just took and scanned the ISBN number okay. ISBN, and I put it just under Google search. Okay. And the first thing it does is it comes up with your book. Oh, right. And wow. then okay. it, it tells what the book is. It tells me when it was originally published and where I can get it, including yeah. Barnes and Noble and Jet. dot yeah. com and other places. Right. So yeah. Wow. Yeah, and, that's and that was you, just by scanning. You have it. to fill out a whole sheet on on independent publishing pages when you because it, it asks for all that information. Yeah, okay. And it also asks for the genre, and you you drop it down. It can say fiction, and then western, and then it goes even further, further, further down. So, yeah. um, I, man, try to do it yourself. You're insane. Just <laughs> let them do it for you. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a VIN number on a car. Yeah. <laughs> you want to pick your own. <laughs> Fourteen numbers you got to have. And there's a there's engine model and everything, color, everything's got a got a code, 
Yeah, and I used to I used to be able to make those. I can't anymore. I don't know. <laughs> I've forgotten. It's nice to be retired. I know. (laughs) Well, I got tired first, so then I had to get retired. Retired. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, and then copywriting. Copywriting is kind of funny because when you copyright on your own, um, uh, any company that will do copywriting for you, uh, I like using, um, what's that one that, um, the guy that did O.J. Simpson, um, Robert Shapiro. Okay. Uh, his company, whatever. I don't remember the name. LegalZoom? Yeah, LegalZoom. They're great. You, you send them, you fill out the form online. It takes about two seconds. You you print that out. You send them a check for 136 bucks, two copies of the book. Three weeks later, you get your copyright back from the Federal Copyright Office. Okay. And you just you own it for 25 years. Is it expensive to copyright? I know this is copyrighted here by you. Uh, yeah, that one was copyrighted when I did uh, that one through uh, CreateSpace. Mm-hmm. Um, they, yeah, automatically. Yeah, yeah they autom- CreateSpace is one of the better ones because it's owned by Amazon. Yeah. And it, um, they call it Amazon or it's a, a print or a print on demand LLC, I think mm-hmm. is what, it's, what yeah. it is. But they automatically assign it a copyright because they own just a ton of them. And, but they keep it. That's copyright's theirs. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you ever want to sue anybody, you've got to own your own copyright. You know, so okay. I do both. I've I've smelled them in, and I've just let Create Space create them. So I don't, it doesn't matter to me one way or another. But when creates Create Space, that Create was a, Space, Create Space, when yeah. they do that, you're still the holder of the you the copyright. hold the copyright. It's under your name, but they own it. They own the copyright. All right. So if there's a problem with it. Then you who, who can if sue? the if there's a problem with it, Create Space can sue. Huh? You can't unless you own the copyright. Okay. All right. What so if you want to sell the movie rights? The same. Okay. So you got to deal with the copyright. You have to holder. deal with the copyright holder. Yeah. Okay, but then could they? Let's say um, this friend of the devil, mm-hmm. uh, some studio sees this and says, "You know what? This is the right time. We want to make a film out of this." So they come to you and Create Space who. Say owns they got, they the got their co- fingers in the pie, right? So now they can say, "Well, sure, you can do it, but we get a percentage of it." Well, sure, yeah. sure. Which is, you know, but you know sense. what? You're going to have that through any publishing company. Doesn't matter. Yeah, and you know they sell more books. It's in their best interest to get the film deal because then they're selling more books because it's scratching their. Now, own does right. Create Space? Do they are they a publisher? Are they what are they? Uh, they're, they're, a, they're independent publishers. Prim- primarily, they're yeah, they're 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 uh, golly, it's really hard to say what they are. <laughs> they're an arm of Amazon, and they're they're the ones that create. Well, they say Create Space, but it's actually what they're doing is they're independently publishing your work. Okay. Okay. And they can do it lightning quick. It's and they can do it lightning <laughs> fast. Well, they can. I mean, if you gave them a document today, they yeah. could have a proof to you tomorrow. Seriously? Seriously. Yeah. Oh, wow. The problem with that is, is that there's no editing. There's no anything. The, that's stuff that right, you They take the raw footage, so to speak, of what exactly. you give them, and that's what they it, put exactly. into the book. It's, yeah. It's, yeah, it's like showing a home movie. Yeah. You know, they, they spit out what you give them. Yeah. You know, there is no corrections. There's no nothing. Yeah. You know, and every book... Um, good, good example is Friend of the Devil here. Um, should have a copyright page, which Eric does. It does, right? It does. Um, dedications, that's good. You have short. You have you have in your book what you should have in your book. Um, a lot of guys don't. I mean, I've I've opened Create Space books that they have Friend of the Devil. You open up chapter one. Chapter one. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
So, yeah, anyway, with, you know, with independent publishing, it's a lot of extra work, but it's you're getting a higher higher royalty because you you have that control and you're doing that work. And a lot of times that that extra work that you're doing, right. You think, oh, the publisher would have done this, but mm, it kind of things fall through the cracks there. They know? do, so and and you're you making know, sure everything gets done. I that's, think more often so than the not, quality's even better. And there's a lot of companies now. There's a lot, well, not companies so much, but there's a lot of agencies that now that are that are pushing books and their authors over to um, to what they used to call vanity presses, mm-hmm. and they're expensive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and, and these guys get pushed over to this vanity press, and they oh no, we're not going to charge you anything, but they don't sell any books either. Yeah. You know, you want twenty books? That's one hundred and fifty-three dollars. Yeah. Much easier to go to go to a, an individual or an independent press, and and you get what you want. Sure. It, is Amazon considered an independent press then? Amazon is a, is a sales arm. Well, they the create right. spaces. The independent press. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it, everything's tied into Amazon, which Amazon's, you know, huge sales all over the world. Um, well, that's how they started was, I mean, yeah. that was right. their big thing was books. Yeah. Right, and right. It's, you know, it's, it's, you know, we tried it with the, the coloring books, and I found uh, when I was doing promotions for Wings of the Pirate, I offered, you know, different promotions, and I did, uh, you know, like a free coloring book. And it was cheaper for me because you can buy books at a wholesale price from CreateSpace, and they'll ship them to you. Uh, it was cheaper for me to give a gift to you um, to buy it off of Amazon and have them ship it to you than it was for me to purchase at whole, at wholesale and go to the post office <laughs> and mail it to you. Right. So That's it crazy. Was, it's, you know, and it, it's just, they do such a fantastic job. And they, they could get it to you three days quicker than I could. <laughs> See, the nice priority. thing about, the nice thing they have about, a drone, drop it in your yeah, yard. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> the the beauty is part about uh, Create Space is not only when you, when you get into your sales channels, because they ask you about that too. And um, they not only list it on Amazon, but they list it on CreateSpace. You can go there and buy it directly from CreateSpace if you want. You can buy it from any online bookseller. Yeah. It can be available in libraries. So, I mean, you really have a world that's unavailable to most yeah. independent and, writers. And now they have Amazon ads. Have you been trying with them? Amazon ads, yeah. Which is fantastic. They don't charge you by the impressions. Like the people, uh, the times your ad comes up, right. they charge you how many times it gets clicked. Right. I, I've Paper been running Amazon yeah. ads for this, and it's got you know two hundred some two hundred thousand some impressions, and it's got two hundred clicks. I'm only paying for those two hundred clicks, not those two hundred thousand right. clicks. Right, and you set and your budget. Like yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go up to fifty yeah. clicks 50 a week bucks or whatever, or whatever it, is. it is, and that's it. Yeah, you I know, put like five dollars a week, and you know, it's, what do right. they charge per click? Do you know, uh, it's like sixteen cents a click. Oh, there you go. See, and you know, a th- maybe a quarter of them turn into a sale. So it's, <laughs> that's good odds, and it gives you the ratio too. So right, you know, I'm running it. I think I'm running at forty percent or something. But you still have to promote this so that people know to go look for yes, it. Yes, you yeah. do. Now, you, I'm sure there's certain people that they, let's say they like the genre of westerns, so they go through and they just look at different western books, yeah. and they yours looks interesting, so in they the, buy it. In the Amazon ads, you put in the keywords, and it says how many people looked. How many people looked at that keyword? It say western or cowboy or gun. How many people looked at it, mm-hmm. and how many people clicked on it? And it gives you, and you know what your keywords are. Kind of, you can put down, you know, five hundred keywords, and you you can find your top twenty keywords that those are ones that people click right. on. Right. Yeah. And so that's that's just a, a something that you with a traditional publisher, it's hands off. You don't know what's going on. You don't know if they're pushing it or not. Right. And um, ch- chances are, most of the time, they're not. They're and not. you don't know what they're and, doing and they, through, with your money. It, it, right. You know, they say books have the you know, the shelf life of a gallon of milk. You know. Right. It's, it's a few weeks on the shelf, and that's, you know, on to the next book. You know, if it's not hitting, you know, hard and quick, they're, really? they're pushing the next title. 
Um, I've been fortunate with uh, my New York publisher. They're, they're a mid-range publisher, and they've done a lot of uh, book pub promotions for it, and they've sold you know fifteen hundred copies in a three day weekend. And that's outstanding. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, it's good. Yeah, and they've they've done it two or three times. They've done it twice for Wester Bravo, and then they've done it once for Elkman. And uh, it just it carries it along, it gives it a good um, sale ranking. And uh, I forgot where I was going with this, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> quick more drugs. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, well, the traditional publisher, I, I've been fortunate that they did that. Um, a lot of times they wouldn't do anything, and you, you see your sales ranking just go down, down, down the book. Right. Um, do do books uh, when I'm, and I'm sorry because I'm totally out of this business. Yeah. But when when you get a book like that, you say they'll do a weekend and they'll sell fifteen hundred books. Yeah. Does that start to build momentum to where it, it can carry it, it further? Does. It it carries it probably for a month and a half, two months. Right. It'll, It'll slowly start to go up and down the charts as other books are rising in the charts. Um, but my plan with the independent publishing is to ride on those coattails. Have the traditional publisher, they can get that wider distribution. They've kind of built a foundation for me of readers that I don't know personally. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of readers I meet through the radio and the, and the personal appearances, but they have a different reach. And then I want to do these independent ones because that broadens my virtual book page on Amazon. You look up my name on Amazon, and you see which titles come up. And people don't buy for the publisher. They buy for the story and the writing and the, sure. and the author. And the illustrations. And the illustrations. <laughs> in your case, yes. Does this one have any pictures in it? <laughs> Al's not in it. And, that, and that was one thing we did. We uh, Al, in the beginning, because we don't pay him a lot of money, uh, he's like, you know, I'd, I'd really like my name on the cover. And the editor's like, uh, at the publisher, said, well, we don't usually do that. And I said, well, you know, he's worked really hard on it, and I told him that we'd do this, and that's what we're going to do. Mm-hmm. So his name's on the cover when he does it, and it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it makes a difference. And By the way. People that read it and say, hey, I, I really enjoy those illustrations. I'm, that's going to be something that people look for. All right. When you're, say you go, um, you're going to fly somewhere, and you go to the airport bookstore, and, you know, they've got the top, you know, 50 books yeah. that are selling that week. How often... Is it that you buy it because you've heard of the author versus you like the storyline versus the cover, the title? The, no, no, the co- yeah, the title, but the cover itself, the the illustrations. I mean, I what know that you walking in when you're walking by the suitcase, what, right, right, and it's the you, it's the illustration that grabs right. you first, yeah. right? And, and the, that, the, yeah. here's the other half of your question, Russ. Yes, and how often are you really disappointed by what's in the book when you buy it by the cover? <laughs> It happens. It has. It does. Because there's some really crappy books with some really great covers. I have been stuck (laughs) with some real stinkers on an airplane. (laughs) So, I mean, when you're trying to design the cover of of a book, although you're not so much selling in the bookstores you are online, so it's probably a different way that people are Well, with a traditional publisher, they did all the covers. Uh So this is, since I went independent on the short story collection, and I have another one coming out later this summer that I'm having an artist design the cover for. Um, independent publishing, you have control of that. Mm-hmm. So you can design your cover the way you want. Um, I was fortunate with my New York publisher. They they showed me the cover of T.H. Elkman, and the hat was all wrong. It was a modern rodeo hat. The saddle wasn't right. 
and I sent him some pictures and I said, you know, I'm really writing to guys that know the difference, mm-hmm. such as Jim here. Right. And he he would that'd be the first thing. He would look at that that old Elkman cover and say Yeah on the phone. Yeah, what the, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw this guy last week you know, riding through the park, you know. I thought this was supposed to be an old you know, traditional <laughs> western. But I, but they, they went they actually I have to give them props, they went back, they gave him a flat brimmed, you know, open crowd hat, they added a bedroll on it, they added a neckerchief and it's a silhouette and you can see all this. They raised right. the the cantle. slick for in the cantle. Um, they put some it's just it made all the difference, and it's just a silhouette, but it's it's night and day for people to know the difference. Mm-hmm. And you know, for me going to these Western festivals, I you know I talk to these guys in their period outfits, and they look at that cover and they can say, oh, I know that guy. You know, I I I got that gear. I I know that period. Yeah. But if they saw the the modern you know fold on the hat and stuff like that, and they're like, eh, I can I could do. They all look at it and they go, people. It's easy, hat. It's easy to pass on a book, but it's. It's hard to catch them and get them to right. look twice. And at. you want your readers, who a lot of them are, if they're into this the, this genre, that they they're going to look yeah. and they're going to say, "Well, this this guy doesn't yeah. know what he's doing because yeah. the cover's wrong." Exactly. Yeah, if the cover's wrong. You know, well, especially if you independently publish it, mm-hmm. then you better know what you're doing. So, yeah. so Fabio in a ranch hat's not going to cut. <laughs> no. <laughs> Unless you sell a lot of women. If you're selling butter, that's the way to do it. Butter. No. Can I can I get back to the question because we're talking about Absolutely. copyright? But I want to ask Al. Yeah. Because yeah. when you create images, mm-hmm. are they governed by the same way as written word? Uh, that's a really good question. I don't know. That's if why I asked any, it. Yeah. I don't know. If there's, <laughs> in fact, Eric and I have never talked about this. Um, I don't know if there's Wait. any copyright on. Well, the actually, Al artwork. owns all the original artwork. Uh-huh. So I'm only using it for the book and the book promotions. So he actually owns the rights to all of it. But here's what happens: uh, my girlfriend is a photographer. Mm-hmm. And she at one time had some of her pictures show up in somebody's advertisement right. yeah. and one time in a book. Yeah. Right. And so she goes after them because this is her, I mean, yeah. it's her, her trade. They'll right. pull off her website or something like that. Right, right. I mean, she's had to get attorneys write letters. You've got to pull that down or whatever it is. But how do you protect, I mean... I, let's say I look at this this uh, this guy who looks like Osama bin Laden, and I go, "Okay, uh, I, I'm going to put him in my book that I'm writing uh, uh, about the, the the Persian War or whatever it is." Oh yeah, mm-hmm. okay. And then and then this picture shows up, and you say, "Wait a minute, that's our actor, and we never approved that." I mean, how do you protect your images uh, when things are once they're printed in a book, they're copyrighted, right? Right. And so it's it comes under the copyright. But so all of the, all of the that, illustrations the, will. Be under yeah, the same of, copyright as the book. Yeah, it's kind of a. I'm not a lawyer, so it's. But well, it's, copyrights are, are just to prove that you did the work, and it kind of kind of puts a date stamp. And right, yes, yeah. and date. you can copyright art. You can, and and okay. Al would be smart to copyright your art. You can put it together as a collection, which mm-hmm. is. I did a book of uh, prose and poetry once, golly, in the early '80s. And had must have had three hundred pieces of work in there, and copyrighted it, and copywritten, uh, mm-hmm. did a copyright on it. It was like uh, cost me like I don't know, seventy bucks, uh-huh. and you get the copyright, and it's yours for twenty five years. And then anybody who tries to use that, uh, uh-uh, like they got if you it. catch them, and that's the other part. Yeah, and the, gotta, par- the catch hard him, part is catching them. But then, the but then when you come to artwork, see, artwork is kind of real funny because then they're also what is known as public domain. And if something is out there for so long and it's never been claimed, never been copyrighted, and it falls into public domain, and I, I don't, I'm not sure of the time period. But if you go to, if you want an image, search under public domain, sure, cowboy, mm-hmm. and you will get 
60,000 pages of pictures that are free. Grab them. Oh, yeah. Them. And then there's companies like um, iStockphoto where they ha- you can go and you, you want pictures it. of dogs. And they say, oh, yeah, if you want this one, it's $3. you want that right. one, it's $5. Yeah. But they sell tens of thousands right. of these things. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, the I happened to pull uh, for the new book that I just finished, Jonah Blue. Mm-hmm. I just happened to pull a public domain mountain man. And it was perfect for the book. Perfect. Because yeah. it's uh, sepia. Okay. And oh, for the cover? Yeah, and it's, oh, it's stunning. Okay. It, it really is. My, actually, it was exactly what you wanted. It's exactly what I wanted because I, 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 the, my description of Jonah Blue is that when he was in his 30s, he's lanky, tall, wearing buckskin uh, in the high Cheyenne boots, the moccasin boots, uh-huh. um, long hair, floppy hat, real floppy hat, um, deeds, a belt, pistol stuffed in his belt, you know, and just scruffy beard, mustache, and brim is always over his eyes. But everybody knows he sees everything that's going on, mm-hmm. and that's just Jonah Blue because he was a mountain man, and he's you know transfer. He was a mountain man with ten ten years old. So, nice. oh, incidentally, I wanted to thank you so much for your for your um, uh, forward for the end of the line for end of line. Yeah, end of line, yeah. that's become quite a popular book. Everybody really Good. likes End of Line. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah, yeah. I just sold a bunch of them last weekend at a book signing. So. Oh, that's right. Uh, what bookstore was that? Uh, $5 or less in Simi Valley. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, everybody wanted End of Line. Then I had a bunch of them there. So That's awesome. Yeah. A lot of action in it. There is, huh? <laughs> <laughs> a lot of blood. <laughs> well. But hey, that's what it is. So does that mean that the money you got for the books is blood money? No. <laughs> it's, it's actually pocket money. Oh, pocket money. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, back to Eric's stuff. And you've got a sequel coming for West Bravo. Yes. Um, Al's working on the illustrations. Al's working on the illustrations now. Is it, um, it where is it going to be? Is it going to be, is it a sequel or prequel? It's a sequel. Okay. And it's, but it's a standalone. If you read it, it you wouldn't feel like you missed anything. Yeah. Not reading West Bravo. Okay. But, um, when, but if you, you just killed 100,000 book sales because now <laughs> I don't have to buy that other one first. <laughs> is he still but carrying his. If you read, read West of Bravo, you'd be like, you'd get so much more. There you go. Is, okay. he, is he still carrying his big loop, Winchester? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. And you know better. <laughs> uh, they just don't have that enough in Westerns these days. Gotta, yeah, I know. You know yeah, I know. You need you need a seventy three Winchester to shove in a rifle boot. Yeah, yeah, but you, you can't spin cock those. Huh? No, you know you can't because right the, the round flies yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> you can, but it's not very threatening. No, you can't. You know who? I I believe we have a phone call coming in. Is it Al's mom? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Welcome to the writer's block. This is Jim. Can I help you? Oh, it's Bobby it's Jean! Bobby. <laughs> hey, Bobby. I'm calling in to say greetings. <laughs> well, greetings. We miss you. Hi, Bobby. <laughs> uh, hi. I, I haven't been listening to the show. I'm here listening to the Hot Texas Swing Band. We opened the show Green. with I Ain't Dead Yet. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad. <laughs> they are so cool. We're up at a small wonderful jazz wine bar in Ventura where they're playing tonight called Squashed Grapes. So that you're you're, you're drinking wine is what you're telling me. Yeah, does this phone call I'm have sorry? to do with alcohol? No, actually no, I'm drinking um, this black tea so I can oh. drive us home and oh. we don't oh. have to worry and Jim is enjoying some wine. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Jim's the smart one. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, 
<laughs> anyway, I'm just calling in to say hello to Eric and Al. Thank you. Hi, Bobby. Good to hear you. Hi. Hi. Congratulations on the release of the new anthology of short stories. That's so exciting. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, testing the waters with independent publishing, and it's it's uh, it's encouraging. So we're going to keep that's, going with it. That's awesome. There it is. And is that is that what you all have already been talking about tonight? It's all exactly what we've been talking yeah, about. Yeah. Yes. Well, we spent the first half of the show talking about you, Bobby. But other than that, no. <laughs> No wonder my ears were burning. <laughs> That's well, right. As, as well they should have been. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to hear all your voices, and always great to have you in the studio, Russ. And Thank you. I know you've got lots more to cover with Time Running Short, so I will say goodbye from Ventura and wish you all a happy rest of the show. Thanks, Bobby. Right. Thanks for calling. Have another glass of wine. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Enjoy the band. That was when I get home. Okay. Have a good night. Everybody. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. 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 It's a pleasure, Bobby. Bye-bye. Yeah, their uh, concert series tomorrow night is the Hot Texas Swing Band. Okay. And, uh, they're actually staying at Bobby's house, or some of them are. <laughs> I don't know how they're doing that, but, hey. <laughs> don't know. Don't know. More good times. There you go. But back, to, I, I think that if you're a new writer, and, and you're, Eric, you're obviously not a new writer. But, I'm still um, learning a lot, though. It's, oh, it's, it's so much God, I learn, I, you know, I learn every book. Yeah, yeah. and they say, you know, you, you, know, you write stop. that book and you got to move on and you, you learn something on the next one. And you, exactly. That's, that's how you grow. Exactly. And, and, you know, if you're, but if you're a brand new writer, if you're a brand new writer and have no idea where to go, um, find yourself a little publishing company that deals with independent publishing. And they can more than likely and usually can walk you through it. Yeah, and, and if they're, they're not they're expensive and, you know, you get what you pay for, you get a lot. You, you get an awful lot. If you're a first-time writer and you've created something that you think is great, how do you go about really finding out if it is or not? Well, you're never going to know because if you have a good independent publishing company they're never going to tell you whether it's good or not well that's i guess you kind of know if how many have we sold this week uh zero <laughs> must have been those listeners from the writer's block uh, the i have a call from <laughs> eric the bookie is on the phone all right hey bookie hey i'm calling about copyrights i yeah. happen to know a little something about it there okay. you go all right fill us in art Okay, when I did the copyright for my book, for my children's book, uh-huh. and my photography, you all you do, and you can tell Karen this, all you have to do is whatever you're going to copyright, you put your picture, pictures on a disc, you can bring the form up online, fill it out, send them the money, and you got a copyright. You get papers back, and the same thing with the artwork. It's, okay. it's the same. It's the same deal. Just put it in a big, you know, big file and yeah. So, so Al putting everything into a into a into a big um, like a. a yeah, you can do it all on disc then. Yeah, you can do it all on disc and and having it sent yeah. in as a as a um, what was I saying? I have it's no clue. A bundle or a yeah, whatever you do, you put it in. You know, it's just a whole bunch of them at one time, and you give it a Name. Yeah, and you you, you can find and you bring those it. papers up. You don't have to send it off to Washington or anything, and you, and then you get a letter back that they've gotten it. But that's for artwork you and can photography. Do it for anything. Yeah, but books is a little different because they want printed copies. Well, yeah, the books are different, but as far as the artwork goes and pictures, mm-hmm. photographs, 
it's that you put everything on a desk and, and send it off with all the information filled out and money. There you yeah. go. She should know she's yeah. an artist. So, Jerry, let me ask you this. If, if Let's say I am taking pictures of dogs, and I've yeah. got f- 50 photographs that are the, my good ones. So I put them on a disc, and I copyright those. Now, later on, I have another 20. Do I add them to the copyright, or do you redo the copyright each time? It has to be separately copyrighted. Each time, yeah. And you title each grouping, like 50 photographs, I could call it Dogs A, and the or, next group well, could be Dogs B. You, I, yeah. I, I don't think it really asks for a title because I haven't done that in a while, but you just you send them the disc and you tell them that they're photographs. And I think they're categories on the paper, or when you go to the website, there are categories that you could choose from, and then you just print that information right. out, or you just do it on your computer. Well, they ask you on, they ask you on the application for copyright whether you, want to, whether you have a collection a collection. Yes. If it is a collection, then they want a title to the collection. Oh, oh they do? Okay, yeah. well. And if it's not, if it's individuals, then each individual piece has to be copywritten. That's why a lot of people do collections. Okay. Yeah. Because it's cheaper. So, anyway. Yeah, and easier. I mean, it's just a lot easier. Now, it only comes into play if you're going to sue someone for... Right, you're just for use of an image that's that's. Yeah. I mean, she. We had somebody use an image of hers from Old West Photography, mm-hmm. and, and we gave, still ha- we still haven't got him to take it off the website. Wow. Yeah, and, and and gave the credit to as another photographer, and the location was totally off. Wow. And yeah. We we gave him a warning, and he just totally ignored us. So, so maybe you're another phone call light up with an attorney. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> You never know. I appreciate the well, lesson, listen, Jerry. You guys have a have a good night, and thanks, twins, for coming in. And, uh, <laughs> right. So easy to work with. All right. Much Talk to you later, honey. Much appreciated, okay. Jerry. Okay. Bye, Russ. Bye, Jerry. There's that. See? Okay. Yeah, just learned. I should have also congratulated her on getting Bella smaller. Because I knew I knew when we <laughs> did her book, when we did her children's book, that she had the copyright on it, and I should have thought, but I didn't. I didn't. What can I say? I'm stupid. Well, it's a good thing Jerry's there. That's why she's there. Who well, no, that's listening. the only reason. <laughs> um, so I would say that if you're a brand new writer, I, I, I would I would go I would go to an independent platform. I really truly would. And if you get a good one, I mean, I'd try Tuscany Bay. And you know me already, so yeah. Um, it, like I said, it's not expensive. Um, what you get for your money is a lot, and I mean a lot. Like, you know, your first 20 books don't cost you anything. You know, that comes in your package. Hmm. And and then if you buy them individually, they're like 354 bucks, and it's like nothing. Yeah. And most most of the, the hardbound books, not hardbound, but uh, paperback books, mm-hmm. the hard copies, sell for like twelve ninety five, thirteen ninety five, fifteen bucks, somewhere in there. And so, yeah, it's a pretty good margin. Well, ebooks are the big sales. It's yeah. I found with this short story collection, <clears throat> we sold you know, a couple dozen of the... The hard versions, but yeah. uh, it's a lot of ebooks. Yeah, and all this the Amazon ads, m- most of that's triggering right. ebook sales. Now, there the one thing CreateSpace does not have, and that's a hard cover. Oh, uh, hard cover. Right. Um, but they are working on that. Oh, but yeah. it's very expensive to go to a separate printer and get hard covers. Yeah, because you have to have so many copies and. And I'd want it all leather bound and gold stamped. Yeah, and, well, you know, your <laughs> copy could be, and then everyone else would get shit, you know, paper cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> golly, this this time has just flown by. Look, at, I mean, look. Uh, oh yeah. Jeez, what happened? It went away. Ah. 
So anyway, that's that's our story with ISBN numbers and copyrights. And now you know. Yeah. Not that you didn't know already, because you had access to the same information I did. But I'm. Uh, it's a constant learning process. I'm looking forward to getting. Uh, what, now, what's this? The West for DeBravo. What's the sequel's name? Uh, Seven Fingers of Brazos. What? Seven Wait. Fingers to Brazos? Seven Fingers of Brazos. Oh, seven. Okay. Yeah, that's uh, North Texas. Oh, yeah, well, the Brazos River runs right through yeah. uh, uh, Waco. In, yeah, it starts in uh, northwest Texas yeah. and comes all the way down to the Gulf. Yeah, right, right through Waco. <clears throat> Holton, Holton, and, Holton and Bear back at it. Yeah. You know, uh, interesting fun fact for Waco, Texas, is that it had the very first suspension bridge in the United States over the, the, um, the Brazos River. Oh. Okay. A lot of people didn't know. I didn't know that. I when I was doing the research for Striker, I just wow, Is suspension it, bridge. Okay, cool. What year was that that they put that up? Eighteen seventy. Oh wow. Eighteen seventy. Eighteen seventy-two. Something like that. Yeah. Wow. Some guy got industrious and put a suspension bridge over the Broncos. <laughs> Let's try it out. Yeah. yeah, I know, huh? You got plans this weekend? Yeah, I'm building this bridge. Yeah, I'm building this bridge. Everybody wants to cross the river. Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Central Texas Hill Country. Yeah. Well, look, um, in the couple of minutes we got left, Eric, why don't you give us a, ch- a choice tidbit of where you're going to be, how we can contact you? Well, uh, you can find me at my website, uh, Lean Dog Productions. It's www.leandogproductions.com. Um, I update that sporadically and with new projects and events. Um, and Al, he needs to start a website with all the artwork. He really does. If I wasn't swamping him with more projects, he'd be like, yeah, I would like to do that. But. You know what you do is you find a 17-year-old high school student who He's knows social media. And they, I tell you what, you just hand to them and they'll, they'll come back to you in an hour. It's done. Yeah. Or, or somebody in India. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can find a personal assistant there. <laughs> but the spelling will be wrong. Right. <laughs> It's all funny. <laughs> and they talk funny. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, all your cowboys have little dots. <laughs> oh, my God. Eric, email before we get really bad. <laughs> uh, you can reach me at leandogs at gmail.com. Okay. Al. Uh, Al Bringus under, or Al underscore Bringus at yahoo.com. Okay. A lot of people use Yahoo. I have a Yahoo address. Yeah. Yahoo. Yeah. You look like a Yahoo. I, yeah, it's easy. <laughs> Well, I mean, last I, I you should have seen me at the Cowboy Festival. I was all scabs and oh yeah, recovering yeah, we, from your little yeah, uh, my, accident, uh, my little explosion, your little black powder incident. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <It's a> mining. <laughs> yeah, that's what my wife calls it, my black powder incident. Okay, so wow, God, we're almost out of here. Fun. Russ, always, yes, sir. Always so much fun having you. It here. is fun it having is. me here. I know. Oh, I enjoyed that. We have. <laughs> We're fortunate to hit the. I know. The hit fifth, Peter the fifth weekend, <laughs> Next next Twice. week we have fourth, fourth. we have a we have a show that's. I mean, if you don't listen to this show all the time, listen to next week because next week we have Henry Park, uh-huh. and Court Joiner, friend of oh. ours, both friends of ours. Yeah, yeah, good friends of ours and good friends of the show, and and Henry's just a kick and a little deadpan. <laughs> a lot deadpan. Courtney will make up for Oh, that. Courtney more than yes. makes up for it. In fact, he'll grab that chair right there because I have no co-host next week. So Courtney uh, will take that spot and he'll he'll chime he's, right he's in. Got, he's got a ton of stories. Oh, my God. It's Once he gets talking, I just got him go have coffee. Uh, <laughs> he's just... 
<laughs> he was telling us about Warren Oates at the festival. He was, oh, he was yeah. his film. Warren Oates stories are great. Oh, yeah. It's when he was in film school and yeah. I met the guy. I oh. just called him. Yeah. Yeah, he's a super nice man, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He got to be pretty good friends with him. But, uh, yeah, they're next week. And then, let's see, what do we have week after week after, week after those folks? Chris Formant. Well, I don't know what he wrote, but I'm sure he's got something. Maggie Espinosa is a week after. Jeff MacArthur, who is, uh, wrote um, Two Gun Heart. Okay. Has he got another one out there? Uh, I think he's working on another one, yeah. Okay. And he'll be in on the uh, July 20th. And then Gary Phillips is back with us. Uh, he does the um, Pulp Fiction the Pulp Fiction, Asian to Pulp Fiction novels. Oh. And great author and, and fun guy to talk to. Lives down in South Central. Doesn't want to come up here. <laughs> I don't know why. Anyway, love to have you, Gary. Show up. Okay, well, that's about it for us. We are out of here. Thank you so much for giving us your time and attention. Guys, thanks so much for showing up. Jim, Russ, Thank thanks you. for having us. It's, yeah, hey, it's always fun. It's always fun, you guys being here. And an education. It, it is, and next week we'll be back, same bat time, same bat station, 7 p.m. on Pacific Time. And I guess that's it. We are out of here. Mm-hmm.